0: Tito's and China. Gonna be an all nighter. And I just might find her at the water burger line. Howdy, 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 howdy everyone. everyone. Welcome well, back to another episode. I'm gonna shove that <laughs> mic so far <laughs> up your butt. Howdy, howdy, you howdy, everyone. Shit. Welcome back to another Every episode of Texas, the show about some things Texas. I hate you. <laughs> the and show some of- things not. <laughs> we are super Dick. excited. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was too easy. It was too easy. Look at the levels; they're great. Yeah, I know they're great because I set them. Because you set, you did a great job. I did a great job. This is amazing. You did so good. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> You're actually mad at me right I'm now. Mad. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so mad. I'm so. If you had been on time, I wouldn't be mad. I look. I you have was, a real job. Yeah, I understand you understand. I do. I walked in knowing then that. Don't tell me times that you can't. I the time that I, I sent you was I was sure I could get mm-hmm. until yeah. until okay. right up until it wasn't cool. I'm just gonna sit here and set the levels. Okay. Wait, the levels are good though. You already set them. I know. Oh, you mean <laughs> like mean, retrospectively? Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm sorry. I won't. I won't Apology make that joke again. Apology accepted. All right. So. I love you. <laughs> love you too. Uh, who's our first uh, not sponsor of our today's episode? Our first not sponsor is people who don't show up to Zoom meetings. <laughs> hey, did you move around your entire your entire schedule? Did you go to a coffee shop that was super quiet? Did you make sure that everything was clear for your entire morning hours so that you could talk to this very important client? People People who who don't show show up up on Zoom Zoom meetings. meetings. Is it really easy, like easier than ever to be on time and present at a meeting because you can curate your environment to be perfect for productivity? people People who who don't don't show up up to zoom Zoom meetings hey do you just have to roll over turn on your phone not even show your entire picture put it on mute and you're at the meeting people People who who don't don't show up up to zoom Zoom meetings meetings, they're not going to show up is it easier than ever to do this correctly and literally all you need is cell service meaning just make sure you're anywhere but big ben national park People People who who don't don't show show up up to Zoom Zoom meetings, meetings, making our lives more frustrating since 2020. Yeah. That's our 1st not non-sponsor. Our other not sponsor for today's episode of Texish is the Masculine Urge to Start a Wellness Brand. The Masculine Urge to Start a Wellness Brand. Were you semi-athletic in high school but didn't play at the college level but boy did you enjoy that rec center at your college? The Masculine Urge to Start a Wellness Brand. The Masculine Urge to Start a Wellness Brand. Are those Roan? 10,000? Fiori, perhaps? Are you sponsored or just a brand ambassador? The, the masculine, masculine Urge to Start, start a Wellness, wellness brand. brand. Do you have no real life Skills the, the masculine, masculine urge to start a wellness brand. Is, Are you almost good looking? The, the masculine, masculine urge to start a wellness brand. brand. Have you been microdosing just a little bit recently? The, the masculine, masculine urge to start a wellness brand, brand. brought to you by Mudwater. Coming to an Austin near you since 2016. <laughs> that was <a> good one. <laughs> and before we get to the rest of the show, we also have a real sponsor. Yes, we do. They as always, pay us to be late to our own podcast yes, sometimes. they do. That's the beauty of a podcast. And who is that sponsor, Seth? That sponsor is none other than Manscaped. Manscaped, best in men's below-the-belt grooming. If you have pubes, that means pretty much anybody. Manscaped is the best tool for your family jewels. Do you have a bit of lawn care to do on your downstairs? Manscaped is the lawnmower you should trust with the new Lawnmower 4.0. Helping you with the most gentle shave to your pubic pelvic region and your taint since 2022. And if you are listening to this podcast right now and you have pubes, you're in luck. You know why, Seth? Why? Because right now, if you go to manscaped.com, put a lawnmower 4.0 or any other product in the online store in your online cart and at checkout, use code TEXISH, that's T-E-X-I-S-H, You, my friend, will get 20% off plus free worldwide shipping. If you go to manscaped.com, purchase a Lawn Mower 4.0 or any other Manscaped product, use code TEXISH, T-E-X-I-S-H, for 20% off. And how much does shipping cost? Nothing at all. And where do they ship to? Anywhere in the world. With what code? TEXISH. T-E-X-I-S-H. Manscaped manscaped <laughs> get, I, oh, I this guess. is that's what they pay yeah, us, for. This what they that's us why, for that's why we get the medium bucks <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that's why we get the low to mid tier bucks anyway tell you, tell you what i don't have though what pubes i mean i'm well actually i need to do some maintenance but in, in fairness it's more of a fade situation but yeah yeah yeah. do you do designs or do you just go straight bald eagle i i don't go straight bald i go like um, or bruce like, willis as well, i like so call it. i do like the the triangle like ah. yeah like the natural lines but like yeah. very much trimmed and gotcha up. Yeah. Nice. I cultivate it kind of like a Zen garden yeah if you do an actual triangle do you make the the point point down or up down yeah nice yeah. like an arrow ah yeah nice Avatar <laughs> the last Dick Bender <laughs> hopefully there's not too much bending involved <laughs> um. <laughs> that's called pyronies <laughs> what uh, what happened one time in Texas history so check it out man. If you were in Austin yesterday, you may have noticed an inordinate amount of traffic. Like, just an ungodly amount of traffic. Mm-hmm. Like, it took you an hour to get from East 6 to downtown. Is that it, how long it actually took you, by the way? It took me pretty close, nice. but there is a really good reason for that. It was the annual Nerd Festival. Festival! Come on. Uh, oh, sorry, I was, I was there. I mean, you had friends there. That's true. I'm totally kidding, by the way. It actually looked very cool. It was really fun, man. So down in Austin, the original Kai Festival was created by a national service called the Exchange Club in an attempt to inspire local youth to get active and spend more time outside. Because even in 1917, (laughs) our youth was lazy. So in 1929, they had the inaugural event that would eventually become the city staple. 2,000 people made their way to Lamar Park and let the wind raise their crafts to the sky. They filled the sky with little triangles and uh, diamonds, paper. and you know, <laughs> I don't even know what. what I also just want to know. It's like paper mache, right? Like what, back in nineteen 19- yeah, twenty-nine. What was being lazy by nineteen seventeen standards? Right. I think that's where you stay inside and, like, instead of chasing the the wheel and stick down the road, yeah. you just do it from like your bedroom to, to the other corner to the other corner <laughs> since there's no room there's so it's no just real rooms hut. it's just like one giant room nice. left us Paul. huh <laughs> we'll call him back <laughs> bring it back the paw hour bring it back the paw hour <laughs> 43 episodes so actually, later um it, initially it was raising money uh for something okay. called the, the moss parrot foundation an okay. organization that focuses on the research of sudden unexplained death in childhood the CID, the sid's right that's what they SIDS? Call it. Sids. yeah 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 And communities in the schools of Central Texas. Okay. So it is now the ABC Kite Fest, and it offers just so much fun. I was down there the other day. The sky was filled with colorful kites. Everybody was having fun. And honestly, it's not the only festival where you get high as a kite, but it's definitely (laughs) the most most, It's the best double entendre Mm -hmm. as far as being high as a kite. So in 2010, it was on the verge of being disbanded. Really? But the ABC Home and Commercial Services swooped in partnered with the exchange club and created the Friends of the ABC Kite Festival. So yeah, uh the contract is for the next 50 years and as far as we know. We're gonna have kites. Yeah, we're gonna have really bad traffic in, in late <laughs> May, have... early April. <laughs> we're gonna have bad traffic yeah. jams and, and really uh, happy kids. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna have a lot of happy kids and a lot of really, really not happy parents. Just a really fun little thing. It was a beautiful day yesterday. It was like, gorgeous. It, honestly, it was the hint of summer that I needed to get through the week. Yeah. Aww, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, was right? It, was it more kids than adults or was it more adults than kids? More kids, I think. Okay. Yeah. Definitely, it was really popular among couples families mm-hmm. and like young adult like very yeah young adults. very young adults yeah okay. because was like, it by okay or was it it was by okay was there kettle corn there was kettle corn nice i didn't have any but i did see it it, it. it was there you smelt i smelt it first uh, i smelt it down on barton springs road walking nah, down no. yeah dude i love dude i smell. did i did like dude i did have to park at el alma oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> i think if i wanted to i you probably could have gotten two closer. miles away yeah It's a fun walk Got your steps in Yeah trying to get some sun You know Getting that base layer down You're looking good Thanks man And I'm not just saying that Because you were angry at me Five minutes ago I'm not angry anymore Oh I let let it out out. I'm learning how to communicate My anger healthily Or more (laughs) healthily Even even when we're live Even when we're live (laughs) I think it's good For people to see brothers squabble And then make that Yeah I mean And in fairness Like And in fairness We are playing it up for the. Well I also knew It was going to make I knew it was going to make you mad Yeah. Yeah And it was really funny Yeah Yeah you purposely made me mad Like a little brother Yeah, like a little brother I'm just doing my job Which is weird Because it's, it's almost like we're related I'm doing what yeah. Manscaped pays me to do Exactly <laughs> I gotta say We've probably got the best opening Three and a half to five minutes of a podcast out there I would put us against any 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 opening of like like a honestly, podcast Honestly, any opening of yeah. any podcast If you're listening right now Share this with all your other favorite podcasts mm. And tell them that the yeah. first five minutes Is better than theirs Is better than leverage. theirs Who's our small town? Our small town of the week is a little town called Herford, Texas. Herford, Texas. Herford, Texas. And if you know anything about the Rogers boys, you know that one Rogers boy spent a little too much time in Herford. Spent a lot of time in Herford. So it's a city in the county seat of Deaf Smith County, Texas. It is 48 miles southwest of Amarillo. Its population was 15,000 in the 2010 census, and it is the only incorporated locality named Herford. In the entire country. Is it really? That is true. And that it's not to fact. be confused with Hereford or not to be Horford. Confused with hereford or Horford. Do you know why it's called Hereford? Why is it called? Is it because of the cow, the bovine? It's because of the bovine. So the city is named for the Hereford breed. The local economy is affected significantly by the growth of the dairy and ethanol industries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, there are a couple little fun facts about Hereford. The city has the highest levels of fluoride in the water, meaning it has the moniker the town without a toothache. Wow. Yeah, so if, you, so uh, other if you're having are some dentist s- issues... Super white. <laughs> yeah, everybody's teeth are at least cavity-free, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they originally called the town um, Blue Water in 1899 after the Pecos and Northern Texas Railways connected Amarillo to Farewell, but... Once a town already named Blue Water was discovered, the residents renamed the town Hereford in honor of the cattle of the local ranchers and the city, Hereford, in the United Kingdom. (laughs) We love our cows! Last fun fact, during World War II, a prisoner of war camp existed there for Italian prisoners of war, which was dismantled in 1947 that's really sad and then eventually our dad worked there for six months and was like i would rather not do our, our dad was literally like what's the opposite of this our dad wanted to be a cowboy his whole life got six months to do it and was like nope nope not anymore that is <laughs> not what i want it's not what i want to do dude Hereford is crazy though because yeah. you drive into it and you're just surrounded by feedlots and then there's a gas station and a high school and right. then more feedlots and it smells really bad. You can smell Herford from Amarillo. You can smell Herford from like Plainview. Isn't that crazy? Pretty insane. And you really, like, I, we're not even playing this up for the podcast. It, it smells so strongly. It is very strong. And um, it's not even like, oh, it's bad. It's just, it's just like, wow. That it's is cow manure. It's cow, so it does smell bad, but it's not like it gets worse as it gets more it intense. Just stays it just the same. gets warmer. Yeah, it's weird. It huh? gets hot. Yeah. It's like hot Muggy. stink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got keep, to gotta keep that car circulating inside, Dude, you know? it is yeah, yeah. Bru- Oh, I don't even want to know what it's like <laughs> in the summer, just when it's all moist and like... Well, small town named after a cow. There you go. <laughs> at least do we accurate. have, on this day, a Texas badass? We do have a Texas badass, and it's someone that we haven't done, which... Which, honestly, at this point, is very impressive. Because we've done... We've done a lot of a people. A lot. Stevie Ray Vaughn. Stevie Ray Vaughn. Stevie. Hey, Stevie. Stevie Ray Vaughn, America's favorite aviator. Um <laughs> was that? It's was that, uh, my second favorite Stevie. That's, that's second favorite Stevie. Stevie, Stevie Ray Vaughn was an American musician, singer, songwriter, and record producer, best known as the, the guitarist and frontman in the blues rock trio, Stevie Ray Vaughn and Double Treble. Although his mainstream career only spanned seven years, he is regarded as one of the most influential musicians in the history of blues music and one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Now, Stevie was born on August twenty seventh. Uh, no, sorry, that's his death. <laughs> Stevie yeah. Ray Barn was born <laughs> was born on October third, nineteen fifty four, in Dallas, Texas. A little bit of backstory. Born and raised in Dallas, Texas, Vaughn began playing guitar at age 7, initially inspired by his elder brother, Jimmy Vaughn. In 1972, he dropped out of high school and moved to Austin where he began to gain a following after playing gigs in the local club circuit. There's actually a picture on his on it on his record page of him playing at the Ritz. Oh, very cool. So that's the picture you see when you go there. Do, do you think his older brother, older right? Older, yeah. He ever introduced himself as Vaughn. Jimmy James Vaughn. James Vaughn. <laughs> If he didn't, he was mistaken he, Yeah, uh, Vaughn joined forces with Tommy Shannon on bass and Chris Layton on drums as Double Trouble in 1978 and established it as part of the Austin music scene it soon became one of the most popular acts in Texas. He performed at the Montreux Jazz Festival in 1982 where David Bowie saw him play and contacted him for his studio gig, resulting in Stevie playing his blues guitar on the album Let's Dance before being discovered by John Heyman, who introduced major label epic records in signing Vaughn and his band to record a deal. Uh, within months, they achieved mainstream success for the critically acclaimed debut album Texas Flood. With a series of successful network television appearances and extensive concert tours, Vaughn became the leading figure in the blues revival of 1980s. So if you're ever bored and just want to see something absolutely miraculous, go on YouTube, look up Stevie Ray Vaughn, and so many videos will come up of him just shredding guitar for minutes on minutes on minutes. One of my favorite videos is he's playing live and he just absolutely shreds a guitar string, doesn't even phase him, he keeps playing whatever riff he's playing, his guitar tech comes up behind him, and mid-riff, Stevie somehow manages to like unhook his guitar from his strap, hook in the other one, and not miss a beat. And wow. like kept playing his riff. It's insane. That's talent, man. Yeah, he's pretty freaking awesome. Unfortunately, on August 27th, 1990, Vaughn and four others were killed in a helicopter crash in East Troy, Wisconsin after performing with Double Trouble at Alpine Valley Music Theater. An investigation concluded that the cause was pilot error and Vaughn's family later filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Omniflight helicopters that was settled out of court. Vaughn's music continued to achieve commercial success with several posthumous releases and has sold over 15 million albums in the United States alone. Yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan's the freaking goat when it comes to awesome sounding guitar sounds. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think all modern rock and roll was influenced. Yeah, like at least guitar wise. Dude, I mean, to this Steve day, if I listen to any rock and roll music, even if I turn on like Billy King or yeah. some of the local acts that we have here now that are a little more, little more bluesy, bluesy, yeah. and I love them. I find myself always turning on Stevie Ray Vaughan like right after, right after, because yeah. I hear it and I think, well, I want to hear, yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. it's like if I got a small blizzard at DQ, and I think, well, why get the small. I get the small. I can have the large. And they got to turn upside down. Yeah, and they turn upside, upside down. down. And so like, 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 yeah, it's it's, and double it's more trouble. impressive with the large. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Stevie Ray Von. <laughs> Stevie, dude, Stevie Ray Von got a rock. We salute you. We salute you. He also did play a huge part in growing the already pretty lively. big, lively live music scene here in Austin. But definitely without Stevie Ray Vaughan, it takes longer to get where it got. Definitely. Has it declined, though? The And I say music that scene? as a really rough segue into... If you don't call it out, it's not that <laughs> rough. <laughs> How long have we been doing this? Well, it's better you to just... You know what we're doing. <laughs> We plan it out. I know. Uh, but anyway, is uh, uh, is Austin a problem or is it a solution? <laughs> so do we? Do you want to talk specifically about the music scene, or do you want just Austin? Like, what's happening? Let's start with the music scene and then get to what's happening. Um, having been re-immersed in the music scene recently, yeah. I am going to say it is as alive as ever. Okay. There is live music every single night. Mm-hmm. One of the coolest record labels is here in Austin, the nonprofit. The, yeah. It reps uh, Billy King, yeah. Sailor Poon, Boom. a couple of other couple like, really good acts. There's a lot of cool stuff happening music-wise mm-hmm. here that yeah. just isn't happening anywhere else. Yeah. There are more shows more often from a more diverse group of people. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say right now that I have full faith in the Austin music scene. Mm -hmm. If you'd asked me that last year, I would have said no for sure. I mean, for sure last year and the year before the pandemic really hurt it. Yeah. But it seems to be back in full force. Well, in some ways it probably hurt it and then also helped it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so I, and this is where we get into that question. Are all the transplants good for Austin or bad for Austin? Yeah. Because Austin is a city of transplants. Whether you like it or not, half the people aren't from here. Yeah. Uh, half the people aren't even from Texas. They come mm-hmm. here because of what they think Austin is. Yeah. One, I mean, I feel like it's sufficient to say it's been like that before the pandemic. I mean, yeah. being a college town, mm-hmm. UT is a nationally recognized is, school academic, academically mm-hmm. and because of their once mm-hmm. somewhat good football program. Once upon a time. and Hey, man. Shaping up pretty good this year. The season hasn't even started. Don't even I don't know. It. Shaping up. Though. Shaping <laughs> it's up. It's always shaping up for average and mediocrity. Anyway, um, but that's all to say, like it's not like a lot of transplants flooding mm-hmm. into Austin is a new thing. There's always yeah. been bright, young, innovative, creative people coming to Austin yeah. with an idea of what it is. And is that what Austin is ultimately? i mean i was talking to richie um, our uncle yeah and he was saying how whenever he moved here in you know the late 90s early 2000s that was kind of the prime time yeah everything this was was after he had gone to college here in the 80s and in his opinion that was when you could get the most with the least amount of effort Mm -hmm. i.e you know we have south by southwest and all these cool things he was saying the accessibility has gone way down. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's cool stuff happening. Yeah. But there's a long line, and it's real expensive. Yep. But it's very exclusive. you go back 20, 30 years mm-hmm. ago, there was cool stuff happening everywhere, mm-hmm. and it was easy to get to. Yeah. There were no gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. So- And made, that's part of what made Austin then Austin. Right. There was a there Stevie was no Ray Vaughan-level guitarist playing over there, yeah. and there was- Stevie Ray Vaughan's actual brother playing over there, and you right. could go to both, and you could go to both and run into Stevie Ray Vaughan yeah. stumbling drunk down the road. Yeah, on your way. Yeah, you could stu- you could stumble into Ron White yeah. after a set. You and could have. Yeah, you could yeah. stumble into Richard Linklater after yeah. a night of drinking. You could do all that. Yeah, and I think because it was Austin, it was not normal, but not out of place, and not mm-hmm. a special thing. It was it just was what it was, mm-hmm. and it is becoming more of a scene. Yeah So The part of me that's very hopeful mm-hmm. Thinks that it is just going through a transitionary period Of the next iteration of what Austin is yeah. As it always happens mm-hmm. The part of me that is glass half empty Thinks that it's Well be- and came from where some of this new stuff is coming from Is that it's just a scene mm-hmm. And it is becoming a CNBC place Where people move to not shout out or not sponsors mm-hmm. to start a wellness brand yeah or to grow their wellness to brand. grow their wealth to yeah. start a sex cult like yeah you know mm-hmm. i i don't know <laughs> to grow if, their sex to grow their, their sex cult. <laughs> i don't know if austin the austin that we have in our heads mm-hmm. survives the next five years mm-hmm. but i also think that's always the case when it comes to scene when places? When it comes to scene places. Like, like, what are other scene places that have maybe died out and mm-hmm. come back? No, that's a great question. Um, places like Seattle. Okay. Where punk was the scene. Yeah. And, you know, you had the Kurt Cobain come through and all Yeah. And, like, that was the that was Everyone the scene. wanted to go to Seattle. And it transitioned to the hippie scene. Yeah. And now it's where you go when you want crunchy granola and, mm-hmm. you know, as far left politics as you could possibly get. Yeah. And I think it's gonna change again. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that after like uh, w- where they shut down that little street, Chaz. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that after Chaz, Seattle stays as as far that way. You know, mm-hmm. put a bird on it as it as as it, has. it as it went. So, I'm curious to see if that becomes a new scene, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, we're looking at these scenes, like San Francisco mm-hmm. was free love. Uh, the great bread. You know, great bread. <laughs> Lots of rice I guess. <laughs> World here. Series champions, um, 2012, 14, 16. Train train 20, 2010, 12, 14. Bridges with gates. Uh, so, <laughs> San Francisco went from being this center of political activity mm-hmm. and... Um, again, the free love movement and yeah. those types of things, and of actual progression, and of actual progression. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Harvey—I don't want to be super wrong—but Harvey Milk, right? That yeah, was Harvey like, Milk was there. Yeah, in there you go. So f- that was like the epicenter for mm-hmm. y- you know gay rights and those things. Yeah. And now it's the tech center. Yeah. And you notice the tech center is, is moving, moving to, to Austin. Austin. Well, and that's—I mean—part of why I thought it was worth bringing up on our podcast yeah. is austin's this weird scene place because mm-hmm. it's not just a sort of progressive hub it's also right. a tech hub it's mm-hmm. also becoming a film hub it's also yeah. becoming a fitness hub like right it's a food hub. like all, of these, all of these things that were sort of already here but the the scene part of it right. is starting to just not leak in but flood, flood in, in. And is people who grew up with, like, the end of the original of that... Where it was all kind of united. Yeah, and it was a lot more Texan mm-hmm. from what I think Texan is. Fair. It's worth talking about, like, is this good? Is this bad? Are Texans part of the problem? Because I definitely don't think the solution is... To see something we maybe don't like and just go the other way, like agreed. or to kick people out because also that's agreed. not what I want to do. That's or pretty anti-Texan. Pretty anti-Texan and just, and don't, just don't like, don't be that on, guy. Don't be that guy. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. It's almost you know we talked about Ted Cruz. Well, we talked toward Ted Cruz. We, we talked at. We talked at. Hey man, um, I mean, we were punching down, that's record. for sure Yeah, I mean, um, I, I feel bad a little yeah, bit Yeah, his people still haven't gotten back to me, by the way Yeah, I was gonna um, ask, like, how. D- how I mean, it's going? weird how they're supposed to serve me Yeah But when I email, they don't email back And all we want is, you know, equal representation We want to give them a chance to get their yeah, side ex- out to get, like, their actual side out All I'm out. saying is we asked, hey, what what has Ted Cruz done that's good? What has your boss done well? And look, we get we get feedback on Instagram yeah. posts And things mm-hmm. like that Like, hey, I don't believe this Or like, I, yeah. I don't we, like that Yeah, and we've said stuff And we've said stuff On both sides I gotta say, I haven't had one Unanimously insta- Unanimously We have gotten nothing but applause here. Nothing but applause for that So, uh, um, that's a soft plug If you haven't listened right, to last week's last episode week. "Cruising Go for a bruisin' Brought to you by Manscaped Brought to you by Manscaped <laughs> 20% off using code <laughs> Texas um, Yeah, it's, it's that weird thing of I get the sticker, don't California my Texas. Yeah. I get it. I I I really do. I almost feel bad with that rhetoric, even though I sent you two memes the past Mm -hmm. two days that were very California specific. I think half of our memes are anti-California. But it's sort of the vibe, right? And it's tongue in cheek. I mean, if Texas humor can make a shirt with Texas kicking California in the nuts, we we can play the game too. Right. So Um, And obviously we like a lot of California things We like California, we like visiting Yeah, Um, mostly San Diego Mostly San Diego and and the surrounding area (laughs) And Yosemite Uh, (laughs) Yeah, lots of great national parks Shout out California Mm -hmm. Not sponsors Uh, Does that Does that culture Dilute what it means to be a texan i don't think it dilutes what it means to be a texan but i think it creates a really divisive air to me and i might be overthinking it but it creates this divisive air in the capital of texas and it creates a miss what i want to be a misperception to people outside of austin yeah and I fully understand Austin has always been the, like, the blueberry, thing, and the, yeah. which it's not a blueberry. This is such a conservative place. Like, <laughs> right. We have systematically oppressed minorities in this city ever since it started. Don't mm-hmm. get... Don't even try. Don't even try it. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Look. Um, but it's a weird place. It's a weird place. It's a place where sure. you can be weird. Absolutely. Um, and it always has been. I remember in middle school when we were coming to visit UT with you... Mm-hmm. My middle school friends were like, oh, that's a weird place, and we're, no one's been there. Right, and it's like, um, how do you know? Like, what but is, How do you know? What does that mean? What does that mean? When I experienced how weird Austin was, yeah. I was like, sign me up. Yeah, this man. place is awesome. Oh, dude, I, um, I, re- I remember choosing colleges, and yeah. the, the choice wasn't this college or that college. It was this town or that town Yeah, for me, and yeah. I, I wanted to be exposed to as much different stuff as yeah. possible. Austin's where you go for that. And Austin's where you go for that if you are staying in Texas. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And so I just, I don't want the narrative to be stay away from Austin. Yeah. Because it was, that's where the weird people are. But everyone had a story of going to Austin and having fun. Uh Uh-huh. I don't want it to become Don't go to Austin That's where the pretentious LA people are But I've, it feels like That's what it's becoming And that worries me Is it just because We're getting older And that's just how it feels And It could and be And we are out of the The like cool loop me, But like I see what's cool now And it yeah. looks <laughs> Maybe I am getting maybe, older I don't I know. see what's cool now And it looks weird um, And isn't that the point though I, I mean But like I feel like There's a difference I think the others I wanted to bring it up Is like Austin weird up until like five or six years ago Mm -hmm. was like reading a book topless at Barton Springs. Sure. I saw that yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's still there. It's still there. Yeah. But like when people come here and don't understand what Austin weird is, they think it's like being into crypto and like taking peptides. And that's what you don't want. And that's what I don't want. That person is welcome here, but I don't right. want that to become to be the Austin identity. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I don't want that vibe to be what pushes out other Texans. Because yeah. that does that make sense? Like, it does. that's why I use it, the it phrase, does. like, is Austin a problem or a solution? Right. Are we creating a, a more diverse state in this city, or are we creating a way more like kitschy caricature of what being young looks like? I think it's a fine line. I think that. It's evident Austin is growing at a pace that the culture can't keep up with. Yeah. So I think what you're going to end up with is fractionated cultures. Okay. I think you're going to end up with... Oh, segregation. I mean, like, look, of (laughs) culture, for sure. Yeah. I think you end up with, oh, well, like, you know, the Google campus is over here, so that's Mm -hmm. where all the tech people live. Mm -hmm. That's where you have your, you know... Uh, your fancy espressos and your mm-hmm. whatever they're into crypto yeah. will take Bitcoin and like yeah. all that and I think you're going to get an equal amount of people who are here for a film scene and mm-hmm. they're all going to be up north where they can rent film equipment and get to Elgin faster <laughs> exactly. and get home faster and I, I think what happens is Austin's already at a, at a point where it's going to push into Round Rock Yeah, We're gonna end up... Dude, I've been driving from Georgetown Mm -hmm. to Austin for the past three weeks. And it's almost the same place. It's already there. Right? It's already there. Right. And so, we end up with what we have in my mind, it becomes an inversion of Dallas uh, Denton. Okay. Where Denton is kind of the artsy community. Yeah. And Dallas is kind of the like business conservative Mm -hmm. community. Yeah. And I see it the same thing happening with Austin Round Rock, where okay. Round Rock is kind of the business-oriented conservative area, yeah. And Austin, the people maintains- who want to go to Town Lake, mm-hmm. but are just going to drive the truck, but they'll go ahead and take that forty-five minute yeah, commute. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I see happening yeah. because I, I mean, look, man. The part of Austin that I love is the part that I saw yesterday. Because as annoying as it is to spend an hour in traffic to go <laughs> fifteen miles, it is so great to see people with their families all different races all different you know uh, ages all different walks of life on paddle boards hanging out at Barton Springs you've got you know you've got your crypto family right here you've got your hippie <laughs> family over here with their yeah. topless people and like mm-hmm. every and everybody's fine yeah that is what is Austin to mm-hmm. me and I don't see that changing yeah I really don't I think the the core part of Austin is if you're weird we want you mm-hmm and we're going whatever it, weird whatever is. that means. That's fair. So I don't think that changes. Okay. I think what it looks like changes. That's fair. What is? I just had this idea. What is like? Yeah. I mean, it's mostly Californians. One mostly, out of ten. Well, it's one out of ten. Uh, yeah. One out of 10. one out of ten moves to Texas. Yeah. I don't know what that number is. Austin, right? Feel it's confident. It's probably, probably two one out of three. like two out of three of those. Yeah. What is like your? What is the, what are the five things in your Welcome to Texas starter kit? Because mm. again, I don't like that's a good question any page or person that's putting out the like Welcome to Texas fu thing. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not Texan. I mean, that's part of the problem, not the solution. the the uh, The ethos of uh, Welcome to Austin, don't move here. Mm-hmm. Like I remember those stickers. I always hated that. Yeah, like as much as we're talking about the wellness bros and the that but we've never said don't come here yeah we love it that you're here you make our lives pretty funny what we always want is for people who come here to accept appreciate and enjoy the culture yeah not try to force to force it to change yeah right yes so the welcome to texas like five you know things Mm -hmm. i don't know man um you give me one and I'll give you one. Okay, We'll go that way. So, we'll, so, we're, so like we're handing yeah, them a yeah. box. We're handing them a box. It, no, we're handing them a Texas waffle iron. Okay. And they're going to open right. the waffle iron and, and there are five things that are in there. Okay. I think that the first thing should be a barbecue tip sheet. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to go to Franklin, skip the line, go to Micklethwaite. Sure. If you're going to go to Lockhart, go everywhere, get small plates. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go to Love Barbecue, don't waste your time. <laughs> like Some sort of very like quick but easy, if you really want to get a taste of Hill Country Barbecue and get a feel for like traveling around Texas for food, this is what that can look like. Yeah, That's the okay, first thing. So that's the first thing. So the second thing for me is going to be a Blue Bonnet Ooh. and where to go to see them. Oh, so you get an idea for what Texas nature is. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Where would you send them? Or do you have like, would I you don't send... have anything specific in my mm-hmm. mind. I just think I think back to driving down the highway, mm-hmm. pulling over in that that stop between um, Brady and San Angelo. Yeah. And having blue bonnets just litter the highway. So pretty. And being so like, this is Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I would. So my next thing, we'll do six. That way we usually okay. do three. Um, it would be a baseball card with mm-hmm. no. It would be with a Noel Nolan Ryan. Ryan baseball card, but yeah. specifically the card where it's the picture of him with his chin bleeding, yeah, because he got whacked in the face and just kept pitching. pitching yeah. That would be my like. Okay, number one, this is where champions are made. Yeah. If your kids are weak, get rid of them. The card includes um, a ticket. It's to like a to a game. game yeah yeah for sure to to probably an astros game because the rangers just kind of <laughs> like they're not you know yeah. shout down rangers y'all kind of suck this year um like way to pay Corey seager what's, i uh, guess gonna yeah i mean what's that Bang a trash can do what the astros did right um but it would be that card and my my meaning to that would be like one sports we do play sports here it's mm-hmm. an active place yeah. But two, this is the state where if you get kicked in the chin, you keep, you keep playing, you keep going. You don't file a complaint. I mean, you can, but like, yeah, you keep working. You do your job. Like this is a place where you do your job. Yeah. And if you don't do your job, that's where I hit a point of like, get out, get out. Yeah. Item number three. Four. Four. sticking with the Houston theme, uh, model space shuttle. To remind everyone that Texas isn't just Cowboys and football. It is also a place of innovation. Yep. Hell yeah. Also, suck it, Elon. He just bought Twitter. Did he? Wait, what? It's like 9% of of Twitter's stock, which I think is more than anybody owns. They let him buy it? I didn't read into it. I just saw the headlines, so... Forgive me if I'm vastly misrepresenting what That happened. is insane. In fairness, he has generated the most interesting things on Twitter, yeah, right? Yeah, so, for sure. You know. <laughs> there you I go. I mean, local Texan. Local Texan. Um, all right. So we got the barbecue cheat sheet. The barbecue cheat sheet. The, the blue, blue bonnet, bonnet. The Nolan Ryan baseball mm-hmm. card. NASA. NASA. The space shuttle. The space shuttle. I would also give them... I would, if they're in Austin, I Mm -hmm. would give them like a, I mean, I can do what I want. I would give them a South, I would give them like a South Congress cowboy date Mm. gift card. Like go to, uh, Allen's boots, get a pair of boots, get a shirt, get fitted, pop over to like Broken Smoke or the White Horse, go two-stepping. And, yeah, like get a lone star. Like, I would kind of just walk him through, like, have a cowboy day. Yeah, that's what yeah. a cat, like, you're not an actual cowboy, right? But here's what this looks like. This is what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. What's the last one? Hmm. I've, I've got it. Uh, Fort Davis Observatory. Ooh. Because it's everything. It is everything. It is what Texas was, mm-hmm. what it is now. And it would give you a sense of scope. Obviously, we're leaving out so much that we so do. much Alamo, you know. All DM those us, DM us. What would be? I'm just trying to think of in your waffle iron. Welcome to Texas. Oh, that's package. a good one. The waffle iron welcome package. Write that down. Uh, probably not <laughs> coming to our store soon. <laughs> In the next I year. just thought of what our intern's first project is. Oh man, our intern's gonna have so much to do. Our intern's gonna our, hate their our job. Our intern's gonna quit inside a week. No, she'll stick with it. We'll see. We're being serious. We have, yeah, an, intern we have an intern starting uh, uh, like May something. Yes, yeah, June first most likely. June first most likely. Most likely. Um, but no, seriously. Message us message what you us, would please. put the six things because I'm your... all, my head is already like the Alamo. No, uh, like you know, well, because I'm like, uh, would I give them Empire of the Summer Moon? Would right. I give them Forget the Alamo? Would yeah. I give them like? How do I give yeah. them the most well-rounded it, you, idea. like Every city would have its, and this co- this comes back to like, what is Austin, mm-hmm. right? What makes it good? What makes it bad? Is it either? Every city would have to have its own welcome package. Yeah, that's because true. there are there are things in every major Texas city. Every minor Texas city yeah. make it special. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't even. I don't even know. Even if I can down distill. to like South Padre Island, yeah. like Brownsville, yeah, to man. Amarillo. Like, I, there's a place in Texas where you could give somebody a surfboard and it would make sense. Yep. And that is weird. Uh, there's a place in Texas where there are surf bums that all they, yep. want, to all they surf, want to do is surf, catch redfish, and live in a shack. And six hours inland, there are people who want to live in their van and rock climb. Yep. And six hours. In, further, west, further in, you're still in the state, number one. <laughs> yeah, you, there are people who just want to w- drive their motorcycles around canyons. Like, yep. There are so many things, and, mm-hmm. and I think we always come back to what it, what, what it really is that unites us as the people. And how, how do you give somebody a sense of what it really means to be a Texan? Which is why we do this in the first place. Yeah, I mean, we're just searching for that. Like In a lot of ways, yeah. We're asking the question, what does it mean to you to be a Texan for a reason? Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, what I always come back to with this kind of topic is, number one, in this topic, what it means to be a Texan is to not be a dick. Yeah. That, I mean... Truly. there There is a reality that we are welcoming and inviting people. That's why I wanted to talk through, like... How do I mm-hmm. stay open to the people in Austin that I do perceive as a problem sometimes? Yeah Because the whole CNBC scene thing is just not my style, right. and I don't think that's a Texan style either. I really don't think I that. mean there's a reason Nolan Ryan wore his hat all the way below his eyes. He yeah. didn't care. There is definitely a sense of humility that is special to Texas. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm conflating that. Maybe that's yeah. maybe that's not the perception, but I feel that way. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's really only one person who's ever made it out of the state that wasn't very humble. You know, he always biked around the French Alps. He's not ringing a bell. I well, I saw him recently. Who'd you see? Um, well, it was Lance. No, really. Yeah. The least humble Texan of all time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 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 I yeah. was So I was at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's up, lads? <laughs> <laughs> How you be? <laughs> um, I, I was at the gym. Yeah. And As you often are. As I sometimes am. Um, and I was doing some dead hangs, trying to work on that grip strength. Mm-hmm. And I usually think I'm safe at the gym because he's a road bike guy. He's yeah. a twiggy looking dude. We don't we don't really have any spin yeah, cycles. I'm, yeah, he's like a head floating on a stick figure. Pretty much, of all right? the Just yeah, cycling. And all so, the cycles. Yeah, all the cycles. <laughs> that was good. Thanks, I'm it. And so I'm doing my dead hang, and then I feel this like kick. Something's kicking me in the butt. Mm-hmm. It just keeps kicking me, and I, I thought it was you, honestly, at first. And I realized, like Seth would have said something by now, and so I dropped down, and it's Lance Armstrong hanging by one hand, doing a dead hang with one hand, fully naked, mm-hmm. shriveled as can be, and he just looks me dead in the eyes and said, "It's strong arm. It's strong arm now. Playa." <laughs> I'm gonna give you eight out of ten for that one. <laughs> Thanks. It was the, the stumble the, at the, the end. The stumble at the end, man. It was because I do that too. I my yeah. brain gets ahead of my it, mouth. Ah, oh man, Lance Strong Arm. It's Strong Arm now. Play it. Yeah. So he's doing like a rebrand uh, thing. Was he shrivelled because um, he just ice bathed? No, he was shrivelled because of all the steroids. Because all the steroids. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. He was shrivelled because Cheryl Crow really had her way. Do with you think them. Lance has prosthetics? Some some people put a like a fake one in like so that thing? it like feels hmm. balanced. I mean honestly, to, I mean to keep him weighed down right. probably too because his bones are. Do hollow. you think he uses like a magnetic one to hook him into the seat? Ooh, like that, clip. Yeah, clip? Yeah, 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 like clip in. All a right, that's actually not a bad idea though. Right, maybe more cyclists, Lance, if you're listening. Hey, patent. All jokes aside, we'd love to partner with you no? on the magnetic bike seat. Not sponsored by. Lance's... Ball seat. alright <laughs> you All right, y'all. Well, thank right, you for yeah, tuning that's pretty in. pretty much it today, guys. Please send us what you would include in your waffle iron Welcome, Welcome to, to Texas it. care package. Yeah. Keep in mind, the waffle iron doesn't count as one of the gifts. Yeah, you get so to keep you get, that. You get a Texas-shaped waffle iron. No matter what fun for the whole family exactly tastes delicious does matter you feel, where you're from makes you feel right at the best western right and let us know what you would do this is just our ideas yeah and we think we're right but prove us wrong yeah and as always don't forget to download like subscribe listen at texas pod on Instagram, follow us, share the profile, screenshot this episode, leave us five stars, leave us a review. DMs are always open. We appreciate each and every one of you. Except you, Lance. Bye, y'all.